Frontier Missions Journal. Stories of hope for the unreached with Adventist Frontier Missions. At church and Sabbath school, Omi was wild, running around out of control. In school, he would act out and get into fights. His teacher said he was the worst behaved kid in his class. One skirmish with an older boy nearly caused Omi one of his teeth. Grandma showed us the damage, not knowing what to do. She didn't have the means to take him to the dentist. Hi, I'm Isaac. And I'm Carrie. And we are the Jameses. The James family serve as AFM missionaries with the Taikadai people of Southeast Asia. We are planting churches in that region of the world. This is a land of Buddhists, animists, and atheists. Their first connection with AFM was through their support of the Gogodala Project in Papua New Guinea. And we accepted the call, and now we have been serving in Southeast Asia since 2010. Because we are in a creative access country, we have an English language school because our government will not issue us a um, missionary visa. So we are English teachers. At least Isaac is an English teacher, and I am his support because he is the team leader in our project, and we have many activities for the team to help us to be able to reach out to the Lao people. And I assist him with many activities for our team to engage in to reach out to the Thai Kadai people. Because our country is not friendly to evangelism, we have an English language school and we work as teachers. Our goal is to plant churches to reach those who have not had an opportunity to know who Jesus is. There is an existing church there. It's been there for a while, but it's an infant in terms of spiritual maturity. One of our goals is to strengthen the local church. So we spend time in Bible study and teaching the Taikadai how to share the gospel. We also share health principles with them to help them to be healthy so that they can learn to understand the Bible better and share it with their friends, neighbors, and family members. So you have programs in place to help grow the church and introduce biblical principles among the people. But how are you able to tell the Taikadai people about Jesus in an environment unfriendly toward evangelism. We have a language school, and this allows us to have contact with the Thai Kadai. The school was started in 2005 with 55 students. Last uh, September, we enrolled 450 students in our school. That's 450 opportunities to build relationships and to uh, model Christian behavior and principles. Many times uh, they see a difference in how we live and how we conduct business and they ask why. That many times opened the door for discussion, a Bible study, and tell them about Jesus. The Taikadai people also have many fears and sometimes they will ask the teachers they are afraid of things like spirits. 
And so the teachers will say, well, no, we're not afraid. And so they want to know why. And then the teachers share with them that our God is much more powerful than spirits. So we don't have to be afraid. And then they want to um, know more about that God that protects people from spirits. Our teachers also um, spend a lot of time with their students outside of the classroom, gaining friendships, and they learn a lot about their home life, their challenges. And then once the students become convinced that the teachers care about them, then they share their heartfelt needs. And so a lot of times that will lead to them because many of the answers to their problems uh, is God. And so that will lead to them wanting to know more about God. And then the teachers can start doing Bible studies with the students. Outside of the school, we live in the villages among the people. And so we get to model health principles. Taikadai is one of the poorest countries in the world and medical facilities are substandard. So we spend lots of time uh, sharing health principles, natural remedies. And when we reach out and help the Taikadai and we don't charge them, they are grateful and then they are open to learning more about what we believe and the God we serve. What we do is, as Jesus did, he mingled among men. He addressed their needs and their concerns. He won their confidence, and once that was done, he then said, follow me. And so as we serve the Thai Kadai people, we follow that model, meet the needs, win their confidence, and they ask, well, who's this God? And then we share about our Lord and Savior. Today, I would like to share a story of how friendship evangelism works. The name of the story is Omi. Are you coming to my house today? Nine-year-old Omi asks with eager anticipation in his eyes. Three pairs of eyes now focused on me, waiting for my answer. Moms, grandmas, and omis. We don't know much of their story, but Carrie and I first became acquainted with Omi's family shortly after we arrived at the Taikadai Project, when an intern pastor invited us to accompany him on a visit to their home. What we encountered was heartbreaking. Omi, his mother and grandmother were living in an 8 by 12 foot room and they were about to be evicted because they couldn't afford to pay the rent. Omi's mother is in her mid to late 20s and is mentally impaired and has a speech impediment. His grandma is a diminutive woman in her mid 40s. She doesn't know how old she is and she is the breadwinner of the family. She is a street vendor of traditional medicinal herbs. Omi, on a good day, she can earn about $15. The local Adventist church was able to help the family out of this crisis, but there would be more crisis in the years to come. With grandma hard at work 
and mom incapable of raising Omi. He didn't have much of an upbringing. He helped grandma, but there was only so much a nine-year-old boy could do and lots of trouble to get into. At church and Sabbath school, Omi was wild, running around out of control. In school, he would act out and get into fights. His teacher said he was the worst behaved kid in his class. One skirmish with an older boy nearly caused Omi one of his teeth. Grandma showed us the damage, not knowing what to do. She didn't have the means to take him to the dentist. It had been several days since the injury, and infection and swelling had set in. The tooth needed to be extracted, but first, the infection and swelling had to be treated. The dentist administered medication and made an appointment a few days later for the extraction. Carrie and I began to feel God's call to minister directly to this family. There isn't a father figure in Omi's life. We started visiting the family on Sabbath afternoons. We taught Omi Bible action songs and prayed with the family. At first, Omi was reluctant to participate, especially if the neighbors were looking. But in time, he began to participate and enjoy singing along with grandma and mom at the top of his lungs. Sometimes his playmates joined us in singing and prayer. His Sabbath school teacher reported that he is now a totally different boy. Our dream is that Omi will grow to be a godly man, a disciple and disciple maker for Christ. Oh yes, Omi, we will be there at five. Thank you, Isaac, for that wonderful story on how friendship evangelism can influence a person's life. Carrie, you have an example about planting the seeds of the gospel. Could you tell us the story? This story was an example of how a seed was planted for Keat to have a first step in trusting God. And so I would like to continue sharing with you another discussion that we had about a month later to help build her trust. Keith asked me if she could write some questions down for me to think about and help her with. These were concerns of hers. And so I looked over the questions and this is what she asked. Why, if I'm a Christian, can't I follow the right way? I don't have patience. I want to do good like the Bible says, but it's difficult. I want to be a good person for real, but I have only a little faith. So in my response to her, I went to the Lord in prayer. Father, how should I answer Keith's questions? Zoe Lieben and I prayed about it. I didn't want to just say, read your Bible and God will help you, or pray about it. She gave me the questions about six weeks before my furlough to the U.S. I was afraid I wouldn't answer in the best way. So I asked God to send the Holy Spirit to lead me and prepare Keith's heart. Then I began to intensely listen for God's answer. I listened more attentively to God during my morning worship time and listened to sermons on Audioverse. I listened as I talked to Isaac and Zoe about it. I prayed, Lord, how can I answer in a way that would affect a heart change in Keith? About a week before furlough, as I read Matthew 11:28 28 to 30, which says, 
Come unto me, all ye that labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn of me, for I am meek and lowly in heart, and ye shall find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. The answer came into focus with the words, learn of me. Then I prayerfully compiled a group of Bible story passages about Jesus' life. I suggested that she prayerfully read the passages numerous times, getting to know Jesus. I only had time to get her started. Zoe plans to study with Keith while I'm on furlough, helping her to practice focusing on Jesus. Please pray that God will help Keith find the answers to her questions. For as she focuses on Jesus, she will fall in love with him and find it much easier to obey him. Amazing grace, how sweet the sound that saved her. like to invite you to join us, to partner with us in prayer as we work with the Thai Kadai people. We face many challenges and um, because the people, they are Buddhists, most of them, and animists, and they don't understand who God is. They don't understand that God really loves them and that He's um, he wants to help them. So when we share the good news with them, sometimes they actually say, well, that sounds good, but it's not convenient. So we ask for your prayers that once the people hear about Jesus, hear the good news, hear what he wants them to be, that they will come on board and fully surrender to him. The James family and other missionaries like them not only need your prayers, but also your financial support. This is Katie Henderson with Adventist Frontier Missions. If you would like to donate, point your browser to afmonline.org and select missionaries on the top tab. That's afmonline.org. Thank you for listening to Frontier Missions Journal.